Welcome to the Heart Centered Sales Leader Podcast, your one-stop shop for building client relationships, scaling your business, and ultimately growing your income. When you are looking for your next step in personal and financial growth, we've got you covered with your host, number one international best-selling author and heart-centered sales expert, Connie Whitman. Welcome to the Heart Centered Sales Leader uh, podcast on webtalkradio.net. I'm your host and I'm your heart centered sales leader, Connie Whitman. So thanks for joining us this week. So every week as you listen to the show, I really do hope that you start to shift your paradigm of thinking of sales being this icky sleazy thing to something really where we should approach it from a place of love, care, and respect. So to help you on that journey of identifying and shifting that paradigm of thinking, I have a free gift for you. Go to my website and on, I'll give you the link in a second. The uh, free gift is your communication style assessment. The rave reviews have been coming in because it really gives you insight as to your natural sales communication style as, and really your natural uh, communication style. And it also gives you your blind spot or lowest score, which is really where we shoot ourselves in the foot. So go to WhitmanAssos.com slash CSA, and that's my free gift to you. Um, So today my quote is by Dale, of course, the great Dale Carnegie, and Dale says, you can make more friends in two months by becoming interested in other people than you can in two years by trying to get other people interested in you. Now, when you hear the word networking, what immediately just came to your mind? Are you all thinking, oh, here we go again? So for all business owners, salespeople, anybody listening where sales is a piece of your job, of course, networking is a piece and really a critical piece to our survival of staying in business, advancing our careers and all those other uh, cool things. The thing is, it's not necessarily a super easy skill to develop. So what are some of the secrets that you can implement today? You know, I'm all about the action, um, especially since we have, we still are functioning in like a little bit of a blended networking environment. So today I have an amazing guest, my wonderful friend, Dawn Malarney. And Dawn is the trust officer and trust marketing specialist in wealth management in the wealth management division at State Bank of Cross Plains in Wisconsin. Now, Dawn already has a passion for helping others with the expectation of nothing in return. Whether it's by motivating, inspiring, listening, or giving advice, she is a leader that is creative, motivated, a strategic thinker that loves to think outside the box. Now. She is all about connecting with new people for business, new referral partners, mentor opportunities, and you know what? Just even sometimes making a new friend. Now, Dawn feels that connecting with others helps build help build trust quicker, which is so important when referring your clients to other people. So since last we spoke, what has sales been, what have you been doing with sales and networking and all that cool stuff? Yeah, so I say it. In this crazy world of hybrid slash in-person, remote, whatnot, I've been really trying to still focus on remote because I realized through all of this is you can really build relationships with people through camera. Yes, I understand it's great to meet people in person, but you can still build trust being yourself, being kind-hearted, and um, just showing up like you, you know, just being you. And it's more efficient. I figured out how to have a lot more meetings 
I wasted a lot of time traveling here and there and going to so many meetings that I have met so many people through this time because of this virtual world. And I feel that it's worked for me. It's worked for my own personality. I've been able to make people feel comfortable and it's helped. I feel my sales have increased. I have gotten a lot more exposure. I've met so many people. I've gotten stronger relationships with our referral partners. And I'm also still hosting networking events virtually. Maybe some of the attendance has declined a little bit, but I think this could be still the future of things because me personally, I don't want to go back to working all day, going all night just to network with people. And I think this is a way for us to have more flexibility and to have more time with our family, which is more important. So... Yeah, I agree. And it's so funny. It's I agree 100 percent. I'm almost um, let me say this the right way, because I don't want people to take it the wrong way. But I'm almost hesitating to go back to the live everything live, not because I'm afraid of COVID at all. You know, that's that's not the issue. It's not fear based. It's time based. Yeah, I am so efficient and I'm meeting so many more people and I'm able to do um, full day events so that I could still and then you leave right the full day event. But I leave for a meeting, a quick meeting or to record a show or to do something that I need to do in my personal life. Right. So but I could still go to that event, whereas if I had to physically be at a full day event, I don't know that I could commit that amount of time. So in another thing I have, I, I've been asked to speak and I'm speaking more than ever. I think this week I did four speaking events Ooh. between podcasts, Facebook Live, StreamYard, uh, summits, you know, uh, it, it's crazy. I am I never spoke four days in a week because physically to fit that into your schedule, it, it would be, it would be literally impossible. Plus do your regular business. Plus, plus do my coaching. Plus some of my clients, I'm still training. You know, it's the same thing for you. You can't fit it all in and I'm fitting so much more, more in. So, I mean, guys, we'd love to hear your feedback, um, you know, on, on, uh, you know, following us and emailing either Dawn and I or both of us. But what's your take on this? Because I'm loving the effectiveness and efficiency. And I agree with Dawn when she says building the relationship, it's like being in person. And you know, what's funny Dawn, and I don't know if, I don't know if you feel this way, but because we're close, like I could really see into your eyes <laughs> on the camera because especially, you know, you're side by side most times. I don't know. I just find it very intimate, not in a weird way, but I feel like I really connect with the other person on the other side. So I'm loving it as well. It's um, interesting time in our life to, to say the least. Right. And I would say, I just think of how some other people that are in sales sometimes are always focused on like, well, is that person worth my time or are they going to lead me to, you know, that right prospect? And I think, sure. Having that mindset too is if people want to meet you and too, if you can be more efficient with your time, you can meet with those different people and think outside the box that you never know that that one person that you're going to meet today could really lead you to that one person you really want to meet one day. 
So I think I'm just being more open-minded and differently where maybe they're not an industry that we usually focus on, but they want to meet me. So there's a reason. And um, I guess me too, it's hard to say no to some meetings sometimes too, because it is so easy to put someone into your schedule and bounce meeting to meeting. And, you know, I know people are thinking, well, are you being selective enough? And, you know, the flip side of that, that's true. We have to be mindful of that because, oh, by the way, we each still only have 24 hours in our day, right? So we do have to be mindful. But on the flip side, if I'm like, "Mm, maybe you're kind of on the fence, whereas I think before I would have been like, you know what, I just don't have the bandwidth. I'll, I'll meet with you. And yesterday I was at a live event and uh, they did breakout rooms, you know? So I, I met five people. We, right during the event, we linked in, we scheduled through Calendly. Um, five pe- now, do I know what's gonna happen with these five people? No, but in that breakout room, there seemed to be a little bit of synergy. How do you not connect 30 minutes, 15 minute meetings, whatever we scheduled, how do you not connect to explore? It's worth the 15 minute minutes or that 30 minute meeting. So again, I think when I'm on the fence, I will extend myself because I don't have to leave my office because I can schedule that 15 minutes to see, you know what, really there's nothing here. It was lovely meeting you, thanks for your time, right? There's there's never any harm or foul to meet people. And, and here's the other thing, and you mentioned it, and I wanna just, reiterate what Dawn said. You don't know if that person is a match, but you don't know who they know. And now they meet Dawn and they think, oh, I love this Dawn. She's amazing. (laughs) I can't work with you. But you know what? I have a friend who has an issue with estate planning or or whatever, right? Or has some money uh, questions and they have quite quite a big net worth. I think I'd like to introduce you. So you really never know who you're talking with because you don't know who their network is behind them. And that's the fascinating thing about, I find with the internet, we cast our net so big, which is really kind of cool now, right? Yeah, and I think it's just a perfect example of us meeting right here too, where it's like, I'm in Wisconsin and you are across over on the other side of the US where it's just like, look at that, we're connecting. And I just even think too, it's for, I've been hosting even some small strategic networking. Yes. Build closer relationships and better understand other people's businesses. Yes. And to coordinate five other people's schedules, that's really difficult to do. Where now it's kind of like, hey, I have this hour opening, let's do it. And through those, I have built such strong relationships with people even more yeah. through that. And we're actually talking about topics or challenges. Um, so I don't know, I'm trying new things all the time to see, and I'm always learning and growing too through the process. Well, and that's important too. I think if we're not learning and growing, you know, you're kind of like one step more dying. And I don't know about you. I'm not ready to go yet. I got a lot to do. So yeah, right. So learning every day. And I think with the technology and the improvements with technology, it just makes us better, right? With whatever that future looks like. What is your mindset when it comes to, um, 
sales. And what I mean by that, Dawn, is, you know, we have these sales successes. You're having these great uh, meetings and connections with people through the networking on Zoom and Skype and whatever it might be. What? How do you celebrate? I think we're always go forward, go forward. But do we ever stop to say, oh, that was a great day? How do you handle that? Because I think celebration is important, too. Mm, great question, because that is one thing I think that I've realized more being remote and by myself that I've never been good at that. I am not good at celebrating even achievements of my own personal self or, wow, that was a great day. You had so many good quality meetings or, wow, you just got that much further down the pipeline with that with that prospect. Um, I'm not good at that. And I've, I've just been more aware of myself through this whole process that I need to take a step back sometimes and actually celebrate and be proud of myself because we are so wired to keep moving forward. How are we going to get that next sale? What's the return of, you know, ROI on everything? And it's just, we get so focused on the numbers sometimes and not really, wow, look how much I've accomplished. Look how much I've grown. Even from like the last time we chatted, how much I've grown since then. Um, so I've been really trying to take a step back, take it all in, celebrate more, or do things for me a little bit, and um, just have a different mindset. And I think that's important, Dawn, and, and a couple of things. Like you've been hosting these virtual networking events, which I've come to, I think, two so far. You have another one coming up, I know, soon. Yeah. And you're meeting interesting people. I like being part of it. I like supporting you. And I think, hey, you never know who I'm going to meet. And they're across the country again. They're not just in your backyard. So think about it. If you had to create an event and go to a place you're limited, right? Because you have the people just in your, your uh, zip code, so to speak. But it costs quite a bit of money to facilitate and host something like that. Where now, literally, we pop in, we pop out, we do what we have to do, and there really is virtually no cost. So from an ROI, not only an ROI of our investment of time, it's effective, but the investment of, of money becomes a little bit more um, better, easier as well for us to facilitate even more frequently. The other thing you said, which I think is real important, humans, we're really good at, you didn't do this, you didn't do that, you, that wasn't good enough, right? Putting ourselves down instead of thinking, well, that was a really, really good day, or well, that was a really, really good month, whether there was sales made, productivity, new, new clients you potentially are collaborating with for future business, right? Because we have not, it's not only about today in this quarter, we have to make sure our pipeline is full long-term as well, or we, we dry up and die. So I think those mini celebrations are important and we're really not good at that as humans. Um, the other thing I think you said, you're, you're shifting your mindset, which is really important because if we don't do those mini celebrations, we're constantly under the pressures of stress and that's not good for our body. So then you become less productive, right? You have, you know, headaches and, and you feel sick and, you know, you close down early for the day or whatever it is instead of living at full production level. So I, I think all of those things matter and fit together. And yes, return on investment, of course, both time and money is important. But sometimes that return on investment comes from our well-being. And we forget that. We forget that. Yeah. And I would say it's it's hard to celebrate, too, where you, you 
don't want to, like for me, I've always thought if you celebrate yourself, oh gosh, you're going to become really big headed about yourself. And I don't want to be that person. So I've always like shied away from celebrating. Um, And I think another thing too, is what I've realized is, you know, more of my role I feel is focused on business development. So it's never, it's the long game of things, which is what I like. But at times when you don't have that instant gratification or that instant sale, it's hard to measure how productive you really are and how much you're really building that relationship because there's not always those checkpoints when you're building trust with people. So I think that's another thing at times where it's hard to, to celebrate moments when it's not a sale where you see the commission or you see the account open. Um, And so, yeah, I've just been trying to be very mindful of that. Yeah, and it is a long game. And it's funny, you know, I've been in sales for 39 years. So it's the long game. And it's funny, because I remember, you know, in my not even early in my career, through my career, you hit a slump. And then you think, what am I, I need to do something different. And you but then, you know, I've been taught right through coaches and, and training that I've had through my career, wait, if what you were doing worked, don't abandon it, right? Continue that path <clears throat> just could be a slump, could be a dry spell, right? Things could be happening in the economy that has zero, we have zero control over, has nothing to do with us, right? But then the other piece is it, maybe what new piece can you add to what you're doing that you know works and try it out? So I think a lot of times, the old saying is you throw the baby out with the bathwater, right? <laughs> Some it, it, Don't do that, right? If you know what you did work, maybe you're just in a little slump, so don't abandon and bring all new things in because then what happens oftentimes is we, we shoot ourselves in the foot and then we, we push ourselves actually back from building that momentum where you're just in a little slump. But all of this is hard for business owners and salespeople and, and really where you're uh, part of your job, if not all of your job, is bringing in new business. So it's it's a lot of pressure. We It's a lot of pressure. Life is a lot of pressure, let alone having that type of job or being a business owner where you need to bring in another sale. What are things that you are doing yourself? Because you said, you know, you're, you're growing your skills as well. And you're an upcoming leader. You, you really are a leader in the industry now. And you're really forging that and creating that persona. What are some of the things you feel you're doing in your industry to continue to grow as a leader? Yeah, so there's a couple different things, I guess. Um, I I'm on the Wealth Ways podcast, so that's trying to lead and do something different. Um, we're a community bank, and we're focusing on women and trying to empower them and inspire them. And so that's something new in our industry. So people are seeing me and thinking of me um, you know, as a woman leader, and which at times can be difficult because then they forget what I really do day to day, you know, at times in wealth management as a trust officer in business development. So, you know, that too, you know, trying to figure that out where it's like you're doing good and you're bringing um, inspiration to others. Um, So I'm focusing on that, but I'm also focusing on, so I've actually been um, for the last six months in leadership training. So I've been taking that, it's a night class because I've just realized more and more, you know, through things is, I've always thought leader meant, you know, you had to manage people. And I always thought, ooh, I couldn't manage people. That sounds complicated to me and a lot of conflict. But really, 
the older I've gotten and more too, it's like, you just need to show up as a leader. You don't have to be managing people to be a leader. And so I've just learned a ton about myself, my strengths, what I value, maybe what I'm not good at or what sabotages me at times. And I am really focusing on that because I think no matter what role I'm in, I'm learning and I'm growing and I'm bringing my best self. And that's where I think too through all of this is me being me and bringing my values or my positivity to meetings is what makes people comfortable. And really that's why people reach out and want to meet me or want to be on the podcast or want to be our client. And so I'm just trying new things that really in the end circle back to who I am and I show up as myself or I show up as what I find is the right fit because yes, people will train me. I'm also involved in sales training and you know, they want us to do certain things. And sometimes maybe that's not my personality. So I have to adjust it to how it fits for me. So those are just a few things that I've been doing or involved in even in the last like six plus months that I feel like I've grown a lot from. Yeah. And you said something at the onset, right? Leading and managing, you know, manage. We actually, when you manage, you manage a process right? The compliance operations, you know, we cross all the T's. Leading is really the inspiring for people to want to grow, to want to learn, to want to show up bigger, um, to have your back, to look for their own promotional kind of, uh, you know, whatever's coming forward in their career in the future. So leading and managing really are two very, very different things. And to be a leader, we lead through people. Managing, you manage people in a process. There's, to me, there's a very big difference. I know some people use the words interchangeably. I make sure I do that distinction because leading is, is inspiring and getting people where you need them to go, but even where they want to go and maybe didn't know it, right? That growth perspective where managing is just getting crap done, right? So there's, I, I hope everybody, that distinction helps. So I love that you're focusing on the leadership component. Yes, we have to be compliant, especially in banking, right? You have to be compliant and make sure that you fill out the paperwork properly. It's people's money that you're dealing with. But on the flip side, you want to lead and inspire. The other thing you said through the the, uh, podcast, which I'm going to be a guest, by the way, everybody. Um, I'm excited for you because the podcast, it just opens another whole perspective of how people see you and you know I do the two shows every week and the the cool thing I think is no matter which show you know whether it's the heart-centered sales leader or my other show enlightenment of change when people follow me it's me because Dawn you know doing the show you can't put on a facade for you know the 30 or 40 minutes of the recording that's pretty pretty darn hard to do week in and week out Right. So you really by being yourself, it's the smartest way um, to show up. And the phone. funny thing is clients that I'm now signing on from the coaching and my master class or everything is I'm turning digital. Still do my live, but I'm doing more digital. They're following me. They heard me speak somewhere connecting on the podcast because they like the content, right? The ideas, the conversations I have with people like you. And when they come to a, a webinar or workshop, and then I have my offer at the end to join a masterclass or whatever it is that I'm offering at the time, they're jumping in quickly 
because the like, no trust factor, because I am who I am and they know what they're getting into. Right. And you can see from my packages of how I do things like you, I over deliver to I am. I'm always going to be that way. I will never shortchange anyone, but they know me before they even start working with me. And that's the value of the podcast. So for you, I'm excited because you never know. You just never know who's going to listen and where that next opportunity comes comes from. The other thing I want you all to hear, you know, Dawn works for a bank. She's the one who said, hey, I want to do a podcast, right? I think there's good value in this for our clients to share content and information, right? So again, it's, it's sharing that valuable content. But oh, by the way, um, it's changed, you know, it's, you definitely challenged your comfort zone by doing that. And the opportunity it's creating is, is just exponential. So anybody listening, start a podcast in your company. If you're a business owner, podcasting is a really great way to connect with your community and your peeps in just a real way without having to constantly create this new content in written form, right? You show up big because you could do videos like I do on the YouTube or you, or you can listen on the Apple podcast. So yeah, I, I'm so proud of you. I can't even tell you, um, when you shared with me that you're doing the podcast, I'm like, you go girl, you got this, like you got this. Thanks. Yeah. I'm, I'm just proud of you. What, what is, if you had a look, like looking back now in 2020, we're, ha we're really into well into 2021. Anybody listening in the future, we're past the pandemic now. Um, what's the one thing that you learned through the pandemic that you kind of look back and think, wow, I didn't even realize I was learning that at the time. There's, I think been a lot of eye openers for me throughout this process of just myself even holding myself back from things, you know, and mm -hmm. being concerned of how am I showing up? You know, am I impacting others? Um, am I, pr I'm proving myself to everybody. I always kind of felt like I was trying to do things to prove to everybody else what I was getting done or how um, I was showing up. And, and what I've really realized is I was a self myself. I was holding myself back because if I would have just showed up as me, not worried about everybody else, I could have, I could be a lot further than I already am now. And, um, my own confidence and just sometimes just trying things and who cares what everybody else thinks. And if it's really good for the company or really good for the business, just try it. What's it going to hurt? Yes. Sometimes you'll fail. Some things don't always work out, but what I've realized is just, be me because I've kind of at times done things. Yes. That, um, maybe you have to disruptive, I guess, to the department at times where, you know, I'm trying to think outside the box and they're like, well, you know, and, um, but for me, I like being challenged. I like bringing new ideas because if you don't do that, you're never going to keep growing. And so I've just learned to go outside of my comfort zone, be me. And, um, don't let others hold myself back from being successful. So. Yeah. God, there were so many uh, key pieces of wisdom in that one. You know, <clears throat> excuse me, my, um, my thought on what you were saying, there's always somebody who's going to try to pull you down. And, you know, the reality is it never has anything to do with you. It's their self-doubt. At the time, though, 
you feel heavy, right? Mm -hmm. And you feel, oh, they're right. I can't do this, right? We believe their rhetoric because of our own negative record player, our own self-doubt that we all have, right? We're human. And so to be able to stand strong and talk yourself out of listening to that rhetoric that really isn't the truth, it's their truth. And when I say their truth, usually it's fear-based. But for you to you know, keep taking that step forward. This is hard stuff. And, you know, we're talking a little bit about mindset today, right? As you know, your, your career has, um, expanded and the mindset changes. It's scary crap, man. You know, as we peel back that onion, it's like, Oh my God, there's more, more layers on there. How much more? And, and here's the reality. I just, I was on, a, I did a speaking event this week and, and we giggled. I said, that onion is deep. Like, it just, you keep going. But here's the reality. You'll never peel back all of the layers of onions within yourself. Because if you do, that means there's no growth potential. And as humans, because really we use such a little piece of our brain when you think about it, the growth potential, that onion will keep. If, if you feel like your onion has ran out of layers... Go to go seek help because that should, yeah. I mean, you get what I'm saying. That should never happen. Right. And and the other thing, I just had another conversation. I I don't even remember what the platform was that we were speaking on, and we were saying because my 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 younger son just graduated college, and mm-hmm. and I uh, was talking to my dad, 90 years old, God bless him, and and I laughed because I'm like, these kids think they know everything, <laughs> and I go, how could that be? Right, I'm going to be 60 this year, and I look at life and I think, oh my goodness, I don't know anything. You know, you realize you become more humble as you age, and the youth they think they know it all. And I, so my dad and I were giggling, and I said, I know I was like that, and he goes, yes, you were. <laughs> you know? it's like, like you gotta be real. So I, I think also as we age and like you, you're, you're exploring. I think that's so natural as we grow. And as you grow, you're like, Ooh, what else can I learn? Ooh, what else am I missing? Ooh, what other blind spots do I have? So it's fun. Um, it's challenging. It's scary, but on the same, right. Don't you feel there's a layer of funness for you? It is fun. And I think too, what I've realized is it's okay. If you don't know everything, you're not going to ever know everything. And I think that's one thing that I've just realized is we're all good at certain things, but you know what, what I'm really good at is figuring out who I need to get you in front of. If I don't know the answer or who the resource is like, I'll get you to it. Like that's what I'm really good at. And I've realized to be okay with that. I don't need to know everything and I'm not going to answer all the questions or specialize in everything. And that's okay. You know, it's funny because when I train and everybody thinks they have to know everything and sometimes it's, you know, like marketing, I say, whoa, I'm part of your giveaway, happy to do it, part of your summit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, I don't set up the active campaign. I don't even know the back end of active campaign. I don't want to know the end of the back end of act like pins in my eyes. Okay. (laughs) So when people, I don't pretend to know and you know, they're like, well, it's your business. I understand what's going on back there. 
I don't want to do the day-to-day -day operation. So it's okay to say, I have an expert that you need to speak about, right? Um, you know people that are mindset coaches, high-performance coaches, sales, right, like me. Where if you have the opportunity to go, listen, I know, I know I stay in my lane. If you really need to grow your company, you need to talk to Connie Whitman. If, if someone comes to me and they need help with estate planning, whoa, 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 yes, I can talk to it. You need to talk to my friend Dawn, man. She's the expert, right? So it's good. It's good, though, to build your network and know, number one, who your experts are, two, yeah. the ones you trust. Because remember, when you refer and you connect on, it's your reputation on the line. So we start, I have my what I call my little power partners, right? It's people I trust that I've used, that my family has used for different services, and then I'm really comfortable referring. I don't just refer for the heck of referring because it's my reputation, right? That's on the line, and I know you're the same way. We're out of time. One last for people who are just struggling right now, um, maybe with sales or with their own position in a company, what would be your, your biggest piece of advice for them? Great question. I just think of even my own journey and I was really afraid a lot at times or had other, what, what is everybody else going to think of me? And sometimes just take the leap because what's going to be the worst thing that happens? You know, um, yeah. I've even just learned, you know, through this process is just ask the question. They can say no. It doesn't mean it's no because of you and the person you True. are. It could just be no to that, that it's not the right time for them or True. maybe it's not the right service. I mean, I've even learned from fundraising for cancer. People would say no to me a lot for that, which in the end, it wasn't for me about me. It was they didn't even want to help support cancer. So just realize that people are going to say no to you. Sometimes you need to take that risk. And if you don't take that risk, you may regret it one day. And um, I think even too with this virtual world, try it out. What's the worst that can happen? If you get uncomfortable, oh no, the internet stopped working. I don't know, you know, just go outside of your comfort zone because if you don't do that, you'll never see the next thing or get the next client. Um, so yeah, yeah, I guess that's my advice. We're leaving success on the table, Dawn, is what yeah. you just said so beautifully because we're afraid of that next step. You know, hockey mom here, right? My boys grew up playing hockey. Um, my one son played uh, collegiate. But I, I laugh because there's a Wayne Gretzky quote that says, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Mm. And it's exactly what you just said. If you don't try, you're, you already have the no. What if... You know, you have an 80% chance of getting a freaking yes, but you're too afraid, so you don't ask. Well, you already have the no, so what have you got to lose? And that's really what you just said, just really beautifully. So great, great piece of advice. Um, I love you, my friend. You know that. I think you're amazing. I'm just proud of everything you're doing out there. Um, you're my kind of gal, so uh, keep on rocking and rolling. Yeah, and thank you so much for coming on again. I just I want people of all ages to understand that we've all got crap we're dealing with, but you really have to keep moving forward and figuring it out. So I'm, I'm just so delighted that you decided to come on and agreed to come on and share your experience because we learn from others. 
people are listening going, oh, I I was a little nervous with that, but Dawn, that was great advice Dawn gave. So it relates to different people. So thank you so much for your uh, candor, sharing your journey, and again, just such great little nuggets of wisdom in there uh, from my little young soul. So thank you so much for that. Well, thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. Now, guys, I know you all need a little more Dawn in your life. So please email her directly. Seriously, if you have a question, if you want to get on her list for the networking, highly recommend it. It's I giggle at speed networking. So literally you get a lot of you get a lot of people in a short period of time where you can quickly see, hey, should we connect further and do a LinkedIn, get each other's emails and then you can pursue it uh, quicker. So literally it's it's like speed dating. It's pretty quick, but you get a lot done. I'm all about efficiency. So connect with Dawn. Her email is D. Malarney. So it's M-U-L-L-A-R-N-E-Y and D for Dawn. So Dawn Malarney at S-B-C-P dot bank. I will put that in the show notes so that you can reach her. If you're interested in the bank or need help with your money, uh, go to the website, which is sbcp.bank. Um, ton of resources there for you guys as well. And I will also post Dawn's podcast if you're interested. Uh, the podcast is called Wealth Ways. So again, another resource available to you, free resource available to you to help you with your money. And guys, you know, we don't plan to fail, but if we fail to plan, you, you guess what? You failed, period. Mm-hmm. So check out Wealth Ways, uh, Dawn's podcast. And again, I will put that in the show notes. Don't forget to get your free communication style assessment through my website, whitmanassos.com slash CSA. If you go to whitmanassos.com, ton of other free resources there for you on your journey of change and sales growth. Dawn, thank you again for being on. Um, I love you, my friend. I wish we lived closer. So virtual hugs, right? Thanks we for having Virtual hugs. Yes, you got it. You got it. And I hope you will all, all join me weekly as we question, build, and discover together that no matter what growth you're, you're facing at, in your career, in your job, in your business, that my guests and I, we really do hope that our tips, strategies, and ideas just help you maybe a little perspective shift or maybe um, a little tip that you can apply and make changes in your world. Um, that's always my hope with the show. So thanks for joining us. You've been listening to the Heart Centered Sales Leader Podcast with me, your Heart Centered Sales Leader and host, Connie Whitman, on webtalkradio.net. I truly am honored to have you all on this journey with me, and I wish you all an inspired week. Please take one of the ideas that Dawn uh, shared today or that we discussed and try it. Just try it and see the magic that happens. I'll see you all next week. Thanks for tuning in. Bye, everybody. You've been listening to the Heart Centered Sales Leader Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to hear Connie Whitman and her expert guests share tips, tools, and strategies that can be implemented immediately. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review and share it with your friends. Tune in every week for more exciting insights and strategies on increasing your business's ROI. And always remember, lead with heart and your sales will follow.